It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're fixing to have us a good day. It's finally here, folks. The Lopas. Welcome in to the 2019 Lopas. This is a big, big monumental day. All right, so we have several categories, and we have a category that we haven't talked about that we will uh, we'll preview uh, in, in just a few minutes. But first, I want to thank Fetch Me. Fetch Me is presenting the first ever Locked On Auburn podcast awards. Just like they uh, deliver great service, we're going to deliver some Lopas, courtesy of Fetch Me. They are, they are the best and truly the only local uh, folks in regards to they actually hire their delivery drivers. They're not just contractors. This allows them to control the product that they are putting out there and, and proper training. And, and they're Auburn people. So use promo code FETCHME20 for your first delivery free. Uh, and you can do that at FetchMeDelivery.com in the free FetchMe app. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Michael, I'm excited. I'm excited. You ready to do this thing? Well, to be honest with you, I was feeling pretty great until we started, and I was like, we should have gotten a host. <sighs> yeah, maybe so. That's okay. We're here now. We, uh, it could be a building process. We're going to do a Lopa's uh, after basketball season as mm-hmm. well. So we'll, um, you know, that'll be in a, a few months. So we need a guy from, we need the guy from the, the Golden Globes or whatever. Who, the guy who did the first office. Of course, now the, the British Oh, uh, Ricky Gervais? Yeah, we need him. I'm sure Where he would totally he? do it. I'm sure he would totally do it. All right, so uh, let's start things off. Best offensive player goes to Bo Nix. Bo Nix winning the first ever Lopa. Congratulations, Bo Nix. And uh, Bo Nix actually talked about receiving a Lopa uh, not too long ago. Um, it, it was just a, a an awesome moment, and... Um, you honestly couldn't write it any better. Right. Well, um, that stat's pretty pretty special, um, and to me, it's it's something that I was shooting for. It was a goal of mine, like I said. Um, and honestly, that stuff it just um, it goes to to saying how how good the team welcomed me in and how much they helped me get on the field is um, kind of quickly. And um, but it's just it was a good situation. I came in um, at, at a good situation, and um, the, our coaches, Coach Malzahn and Coach Dillingham, they did a really good job of getting me prepared um, quickly. Wow, what a humble guy accepting his lopa. Sounds very similar to uh, the press conference he gave right after he was named starting quarterback. Very similar. Yeah, you know these guys are are pretty well trained in their answers, so that's not too surprising. Uh, I think they the the two things are of equal stature also. So I uh, yeah, All right, I'm so, not surprised. Uh, I agree. So uh, Bo Nix edging out Seth Williams and Prince Tega. 
Um, Sean Shiver's got a lot of ride-in vote, but um, yeah, Bo Nix won this in a, in a landslide, really. All right, number two, best defensive player. It was down to Derek Brown, Marlon Davidson, Jeremiah Denson, and Noah Igmanogany. The winner of the best defensive player was Derek Brown. Here's Brown. Uh, I mean, uh, high respects, you know, and high regards to it. Um, I feel like every single day, every single Saturday, I try to step on the field, and you know, I try to be the best player in the country. He's doing it for the Lopa. I mean, it doesn't matter who lines up in front of me. I try to do what I try to do what it is that I'm supposed to do, and do it at a high level. Once again, that sounds very similar to when he was asked about being a potential uh, Heisman winner, but um, I think I don't know. I think if we asked him, this this would definitely mean more than being a potential Heisman finalist. Um, and, and look, he deserves it. He he definitely deserves it. Yeah, and I think if you were doing, uh, I mean, best defensive player all time for Auburn, Alopa for that, he'd be in the running for it. Mm. it, it it'd be hard to to. To give it uh, to somebody other than him. So, I mean, that's uh, congrats to, to Derek Brown, and he's going to have a very fun to watch NFL career. All right, those two were kind of landslides. Here's where it got kind of close. Best special teams player, we listed Christian Tut, Anders the Bookstore Carlson, and Aaron Sipos, or Sipos, excuse me. Had several people write in Matthew Hill, which is funny because you tried to nominate him and I blocked it. I should have let it go. That's on me. But Aaron Sipos was your winner. And uh, here's what Aaron Sipos had to say. Uh, Very, very funny. I actually was the one that went in and asked uh, the waitress, can we have a table for four? And she looked at me like, "What? um, is that actually a proper accent? I was like, yes, I actually am from Australia. And she was, yeah. A bit stunned by it, doesn't, but that's okay. It was good. It was a good like first experience, the and they actually <laughs> do some quality steaks as well, which is nice. So I've been there. I've He's been there a few more times since, which has been nice. It's good. Now I've never had blooming onions in my life. I just want to put that on out there that that does not exist. But, um, so everybody knows that now. But um, yeah, everything else there is, is is pretty close. All right, we've all been in a situation where we didn't understand the question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's excited about Outback. They later went to the Outback Bowl. I get it. It makes sense. He's from Australia. I don't know. I guess when uh, when when we asked about him getting a Lopa, he thought we meant Bloomin' Onion. Yeah, and Lopas do exist, despite his thoughts on Bloomin' Onions not existing. The Lopas are a real thing. Correct. All right. Number five, best defensive coach. It was down to Travis Williams, Kevin Steele, and Rodney Garner. And, of course, to no surprise, Kevin Steele winning that Woo. award. Woo. All right, number four, best offensive coach. I skipped this one. My bad. Cody Burns, Gus Malzahn, Cadillac. Gus Malzahn winning in a landslide. Yeah, this was interesting. I was surprised that, uh, that Gus was getting such a, a large part of the celebrity vote, quote-unquote celebrity vote, and the, uh, the public vote. On uh, on this one, but I mean, uh, a pretty straightforward first five uh, Lopas here, first five awards Special here. Special teams Lopas. was definitely the closest. There was a lot of Christian Tut, and I thought Auburn fans were mad at Christian Tut for all of his fumbling. He fumbled twice. That's a lot for a punt returner. That's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Here's where it got contentious. Best nickname. Our finalists. 
Chainsaw McLean, Ricochet Rabbit, Downhill Brit, Bro Nix, The Swiss Army Nye, Gloat, and The Bookstore. We had several people write in Worm for Sean Shivers, which I can't believe we forgot that. Do you want to know what won in the voting? In the public voting? Yes. Or who actually won the award? Uh, it's actually the same answer. Wow. Yes. Um, I hope it was Chainsaw McLean, but I have a feeling it was not based on the look you're giving me right now. Somehow, the people sided with what is the actual best nickname. It goes to the Swiss Army Nye, Spencer Nye, and uh, I'm pretty pumped about it. And I, I just think this goes to show how intelligent our audience is. Okay, that's not fair. You can't like play an intelligence card right now before I'm about to just dump all over it. It's the worst <laughs> nickname ever. It's not, though. I think it's could, clever. Could we reach Spencer Nye for comment? Uh, he's still on the team, so no. Darn. Darn. You think he knows? I've tweeted at him a bunch about it. He's never responded or liked it. He's not very <laughs> active. so I'm sure we could get the message to him. I thought uh, Chainsaw McLean actually, I think, was third. Downhill Brit was second. So, all right. Ready to move on? Uh, absolutely. Okay. Kitchen appliance. Come on. Oh, yeah. People wrote in kitchen appliance as well for Eli Stove. Yeah, that's a good call. All right. Number seven, best looking guest. The finals were Josh Vitale, Painter Sharpless, Michael Pappas, and, uh, and Justin Ferguson. Do you have any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a pretty obvious answer to this question. Um, I mean, there's one person who shows up almost every day, uh, puts in the work and the time, both in appearance and um, on the show. And I feel like, you know, the, uh, also got a bone to pick with Brad Law, by the way, from yesterday's <laughs> show. All right. Well, what if I told you I'd already given this uh, Lopa away? I ran into Painter in the uh, around the office yesterday. Let me just play this real. Uh, ro- ro- just let me play this real quick. Hey, Painter, you got a second? Oh man, yeah. I uh, I wanted to present you an award. You know the Locked On Auburn Podcast Awards. This um, is, this is it's coming out this week. Coming out Wednesday. Uh, I I've heard. I've I've heard it. Not just in passing. A lot of folks are talking. Well, you see me holding this piece of paper. Oh. And um, he got a piece of paper. And it will actually be the first physical Lopa that has ever awarded and so i just want to let you know that you have officially won most attractive guest that is uh that is painter sharp are you kidding me are you kidding me you're gonna give it to that short guy the short guy he's gonna <laughs> just gonna toss him the award thank you all right this is incredible he's first off i really want to stick it to all care. of the haters and losers of which there are many, starting with Shut Michael up, Pappas, man. who is clearly, okay. uh-huh. even with his height, not as yeah. attractive as me as a guest on Locked what, On Auburn. <laughs> um, it's very evident that not only am I the most attractive person to ever come on Locked On Auburn, wow! I'm the smartest, I'm the most humble, and definitely the best. I probably don't need to give you this list, because I think you already know. <laughs> But this is who you beat out. This is who made the ballot, and I'll also read some of the names that were uh, written in. Uh, I'm sorry, this is who lost? Yes. All right, perfect, cool. Uh, Josh Vitale. (laughs) Loser! Michael Pappas. (laughs) Your co-host on the lunch break, Justin Ferguson. He's a fox. 
but a loser. Andy Burcham? Not a loser. Really good at his job, but not as handsome as me. Ben Taylor? Great guy. I know he's been working hard with Medi weight loss. It's lost like 30 pounds. Uh, Brad Law? Brad Law, Sucks. shout out. I don't know Brad, but Brad is a great name. He's grown the beard recently, too. Oh, wow, a little rugged. Um, did I mention Andy Burcham? Yeah, what about Butch Thompson, speaking of beards? Oh, I, I don't think anyone wrote him in. What about uh, Deshaun Davis, Trevon Reed? Both now? strong beard game. And Trevon, by the way, uh, fantastic athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, but proud to know that none of those gentlemen could grace a microphone as attractively as I can. Congratulations, sir. Thank you for How mad this you right honor. Now? Thank you all for making it's not this most possible. Voice. And Zach Lackley, it has thank to do you with your ability into for hosting Locked On Auburn. Your team every day. I'm upset. What this you, is outrageous. Uh-huh. You know, I just want to shout out the public here because the other day, Zach calls me into his office and we looking, we're looking at the, the voting results online. You were up by one at that time. And I was winning. Painter won by three votes. Were they all you? No, I voted for Josh Vitale. And Painter Sharpless, I voted twice. Wow. One and one. I mean, I, I just don't think of you as a guest. That was, that was my logic. All right, number nine, best phone call. I think we all know how this is going to go. Hey, guys. <laughs> I mean, just the, the technique, the promptness of it all. You're gonna have to move on. You're gonna have to move on. I know you're upset. You gotta, you gotta keep it up. You gotta keep with me. The voicemail did make me feel a little better. Yeah, I mean it is hey so pure. All right, you've reached out to me on Twitter before. If you were listening to this edition of the Lopas, please reach out to me again. I want to mail you a Lopa for best phone call. So please, uh, reach out via Twitter. Not nope. everyone, just that guy. <laughs> just, just this guy. Hey guys, the guy that uh, that did that. All right, number nine, best Auburn statue. A lot of people wrote in Chuck. A lot of people wrote in Charles Barkley. You may know him from The Bachelor, but that is not um, that is not. I mean, this is a, this is a football thing. We'll do basketball later. So the options, the finals were Cam, Bo, Heisman, Future Pat Die. The Future Pat Die option won. Not even here yet, but it won a Lopa. Yeah, that's that's fascinating to me. Um, it's interesting because you would think that. I'm going to try to say this tactfully. Ooh, be the, careful. The market research suggests that the average listening age of uh, people who listen to sports pod, the average age of a listener of a sports podcast. Yeah, it's like 15 would, to 40. Would skew towards the younger side, which would be people who watched Cam play. And might not have even been alive while Pat Dye coached at Auburn. Sure. So I would have guessed that the Cam statue would have won. Same. Uh, so it's very. I, I think it's really interesting that. So whenever it is one. built, we're going to uh, we're gonna have to give it a lopa. Mm-hmm. So we got we'll some go, time though. We'll go tape it right there on its uh, on its forehead. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be the first. Um, we'll put it in its hand so it looks like his coaching sheet. Yeah, that'd be perfect. All right, uh, offensive play of the year. I thought Nick's to Williams versus Oregon was going to win this in a landslide, but no, it was a landslide in favor of the Shivers touchdown run in the Iron Bowl. Photo ability. Yeah, the picture that came from that's pretty powerful. Yeah, it's pretty that, good that stuff. That was pretty awesome. Um, oh, the only smart thing that Brad Law said yesterday. The only smart thing 
What do you mean? What's your uh, beef? What's we're your? We're in a fight. I'm. I think I'm in a fight with Brad Law. I don't think he knows. I don't that. think we've. Oh, I. He clearly knew that. I didn't know that until I listened to yesterday's show. I mean, first he. So first he. You go through the list, and he's like, "Oh, he's way more attractive than me." Rude. Second, you. Uh, he was just talking mad trash about the Bachelor, which was just rude. Oh, yeah, he did throw you under the bus for that. That's true. And then you were like, well, M- Michael something. He was like, oh, does Michael watch The Bachelor? I forgot about that. Yeah, and he did he say that. Like, yeah. Well, that's all you need to know about is judgment. Like, I have great judgment. Back off, Brad. <laughs> and then and then later he he did say that the uh, the uh, too many men on the field play wasn't a play, which is. That agreed with you, right? Yeah, you said that. that. did. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one other thing that he said. All right, well, well, here, all right. Uh, so uh, now, best defensive play of the year, uh, Derek Brown's open field tackle against Ole Miss coming off the sideline. Uh, McLean's pick six in the Iron Bowl. The McCreary's pick against Joe Burrow. The uh, the pick six in the Iron Bowl makes sense. That uh, that one won in a landslide. I really think it should be the, the Derek Brown hit on the Ole Miss running back uh, just because that was so fun. <laughs> Let's be honest. But... The the Iron Bowl play was incredible. It is a deserving winner. Can't be too mad about that one, unlike some other Lopas. Painter. The best clothing line, it was down to Nella by Sal Canella or Made by Cam Newton. And the Lopa goes to Made by Cam Newton in a landslide. And just remember, Made by Cam Newton is um, exclusively a Belk. So we'll need to get uh, get his address. Yep, we'll figure that out. I'm sure Cam will happily give that to us. All right, uh, number 13. Here we go. It's about to heat up. Best bet gone wrong. And the options were Michael drinking through a sock or the sock that Michael has to drink. So uh, you have a, a very large sock over there. It's a normal ca- uh, Nike calf sock. Yeah, okay. Most of my socks cut off at the ankle. This one goes like halfway up the, uh, the yeah, calf. It's, it's so. a mid-calf. All right. I prefer the mid-calf. When All right, I wear so, so what sock. are we doing with this? Um, I have... A large drink from Wendy's here, and I'm going to put the sock in the large drink. I did have to drink some of it so that the sock would not make the drink overflow. Well, it's going to absorb it. Don't worry. Here's the sock. People have been asking this for a really long time. I hope it lives up to what they want. Because you're not technically drinking the sock. Just get ready. There's going to be some pushback from this. While you were putting that in there so carefully. It's well, not even close to overflowing. The, I thought that it was going to like absorb some of the liquid. And oh, okay. Like, you are being tactful about it. Yeah, so I was trying to. Okay. All right. Take a swig out of that. Do you think I'm going to have to throw the sock away? No. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. This looks... You want to see the inside? We'll post this video uh, on looks, Twitter in a little bit. It looks real gross. Yeah, it looks gross. All right. So I need you to sip on that for the remainder of the Locked on Auburn podcast awards. That work with you? Yeah, I thought there was just a hair, and that concerned me a lot more than the sock. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, uh, all right. Uh, okay, cool. The last Lopa goes to the biggest Zach whiff. It was down to my take against Florida, my take against Georgia, my take against Minnesota. Uh, this goes to uh, my take against Florida. And so let's go to the let's go to the guy that that saw the biggest Zach whiff of the year firsthand. 
Zach Albaverde of Locked On Gators. Always good to chat with a fellow Zach. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, man. Just enjoying this college uh, basketball season and it seems like spring football is just around the corner, man. Well, you, you witnessed the biggest Zach whiff of the year firsthand back during football season. I was so confident that the Gators were going to be no match for Auburn on the football field. What was going through your mind when I was just so overconfident? I heard it from your listeners. Just let me have it, man. Well, it was interesting. I, for one, didn't I wasn't taken aback by anything you said. I mean, I, I thought that you felt pretty strongly about what Auburn had I shown. I wish you would have been and, harder and on me, by the way. obviously for Florida, you know, they, they hadn't really proven themselves yet. Now, they turned out to be a He's legitimate top nice 10 guy. team. But He's at that so point nice. in the season, we didn't know that. And we didn't know really what Kyle Trask could do against a, a defense and defensive line like what Auburn was bringing to the table. So I didn't think you made a bad pick, but just Come maybe on. the way you presented it, maybe the confidence that you spoke with got some of our Florida fans riled up and yeah man they let you have it on on Twitter and then I'm sure uh, with the result that Saturday um, they were definitely letting you have it at that point so but look I mean at the end of the day Auburn still had a really great season I thought and you know they capped it off at the end of the year by being Alabama so he's so nice I wanted I wanted Zach to uh, just just rag me and I don't think he had it in him and that's okay it's because he's so nice but that he also doesn't know you that well let's let's no that's true that's true I said this long thing of like what we were doing. I'm like, yeah. I need you to rag me. He did a little bit, but his listeners did a much better job of ragging me than he did. But once True. again, he is so nice, and I, I appreciate uh, appreciate him. All right, so uh, we have one more award category, and this is uh, we are starting as of right now the official Locked On Auburn podcast listener Hall of Fame, and we are inducting our first class. Yes. Five listeners that we truly appreciate will be um, will be uh, be st- we're sending them lopas. We already chatted with them, got their addresses, sending it out today. So uh, you got that to look forward to. But and yes, we are getting a plaque that will hang proudly in the headquarters of the Locked On Auburn podcast with, I guess. Either your name or your Twitter handle, however we best know you. Right. On etched into the plaque. We're doing that? Yeah. How are we doing that? Are you paying for that? The same way we <laughs> the same way we've had the idea to do a bunch of stupid awards. Okay. Well these these this isn't the well this isn't stupid. All right. So uh, first off, Colonel Steve, the gloat. We're excited to to have him as part of the the Locked On Auburn podcast listener hall of fame. Annie Harvel. Is a daily listener as well. Chris Messick has supported the show for a long time. Kara Summers, we know her more uh, on Twitter uh, than interacting any other way, but thank you so much. And then on Twitter, uh, I only know the Twitter handle, AUBeast. Uh, really appreciate all the feedback and all the kind words and support that you guys have had over the past year or so. So uh, thank you so much for everything. We, uh, we really appreciate it. Absolutely, we do. Uh, you guys, like Zach said, you'll be getting a... A nice certificate in the mail soon. A Lopa. We'll just call it a Lopa. Okay. And, you know, we, like Zach said, we truly could could not appreciate all of the listeners and especially uh, our very first Hall of Fame class anymore. Um, it, it's, it's really incredible. And if you feel like you were snubbed, let, let us, us know. know. Absolutely. Where can people find you and hear you, buddy? Before we finish up, did you watch the video... 
from Slapout <laughs> that was tweeted at us this morning. Yeah, so Slapout Alabama is a real place. It is. Well, first of all, the person who tweeted the wiki the Wikipedia page at us, I didn't get to the Wikipedia page. I literally just typed in Slapout Alabama and looked at what came up on Google. Uh, I guess I could have done slightly more research, taken like 10 seconds. Uh-huh. The video, Zach, incredible. It was That made my whole day. So thank you to whoever did that. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Where can we find you and hear you? Follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter at ZBlackaby. Follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnAuburn. This has been the Locked On Auburn Podcast Awards. Yeah! It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.